You're listening to Episode 7 of the Canoe People Podcast. In this episode, I catch up with Kai Bartlett. Kai is the owner and founder of Kai Va'a Canoes. He lives on Maui and races with Team Primo. He was gracious enough to give me some time while pulling some dad duty, so you'll hear his son chiming in at the beginning of the interview. Enjoy the conversation. Cool. I mean, is, is there anywhere in particular you'd, you'd kind of want to start if, sharing about your background and, and that kind of stuff? Um, I mean, I could start from scratch with the, <laughs> you know, getting into the whole one-man building and paddling thing. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'd love to hear it, hear it all. Um, you know, growing up, I grew up in Kailua um, on Oahu. As a kid, we moved all over the state. You know, we lived on Maui, lived on Kauai for a long time and um, but did like the high school and stuff in Kailua mm. and then stayed there. Um, you know, we do, we just, we're surfers. We surfed and skated, you know, if there, if surf was flat, we'd go find gutters to skate. You know <laughs> yeah. I mean? It kind of yeah. consisted of the same variety. Um, but, um, I got into building canoes before paddling and, um, you know, it was just, it was just a job to have. And it kind of seemed interesting. A friend was working for, the guy was John Martin Hawaiian designs. He's kind of, mm. he, he was a big company back then, but he's kind of downsized. He's, he's a lot smaller now. Okay. Um, I believe he's still doing a boat here and there. And I know he's still got a shop anyway. So I started building there and, um, kind of slowly got into the paddling on the, you know, when the surf was flat ferry day, let's, let's try this out. Yeah. You know, and he let us grab a couple boats out of the bushes and fix them up and, and that just slowly led into the whole, you know, desire to paddle more. Mm. Um, you know, I did a, I did a short course race, uh, right before we went on a snowboard trip and, um, I actually won the short course, the novice race. Mm. And so I was like, Oh, you know, maybe I should really maybe <laughs> take a better look into this paddling stuff. And then, uh, went snowboarding like a week later tore my mcl oh man so i came back and i couldn't surf or anything so i was like well looks like i'm gonna start that paddling thing (laughs) (laughs) i can sit down yeah and that was it man i just i just go out every day after work and hit up the weekends um you know lucky for me with the paddling i lived on a canal at the time in kailua and one of the top guys uh especially one of the top surfers at the time this guy by the name of pat Irwin lived across the canal from us so i try to hook up with him Mm. and another guy kamoa kalama and uh you know just kind of follow them and follow them out on their surf runs and try to learn from that and and just you know grow from there Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. so so then so then you you got pulled in originally uh you know just building canoes and then you kind of Mm -hmm. found your way to paddling yourself and then Mm -hmm. At what point did you did you realize that the that the building canoes was something that was really also like interesting to you or interesting enough that you really wanted to dive in deeper? You know, I, I would have to say it was like once I really started getting to the paddling, you know, I'd say it's probably about nineteen ninety late ninety seven, early ninety eight. I started building in ninety five. Hmm. And um 
you know, I really dug the building part even before I really got into paddling just because, you know, we were creating stuff. I was always kind of into the more the art stuff in school and, mm. and and doing that type of stuff rather than the books. And, you know, I, it was just exciting to actually create something. And then mm-hmm. later on, you'll see it out, out on the water. Somebody's, <laughs> you know, somebody's out there paddling with it. And that was kind of, a you know, exciting. And then with the paddling, it, it really brewed that that fire to want you know want to look more into this and and possibly make it a career back then i didn't know if that was the angle i'd take um you know it took a couple more years and and uh working for corral as well at outrigger connection Mm -hmm. and um and working side by side with this guy brent bixler that used to shape a lot of corral's canoes Mm. um you know kind of learning the whole aspect of it all you know, from creating to building, um, you know, once I, once I saw all that, it was like, Hey, this, this, we could make something here. Yeah. You know, and you know, always, I always knew I wanted to do my own thing with whatever it was down the road in life. Mm. And, uh, you know, being as really deep and passionate about the paddling, I just, I just kept going with it, mm. kept digging deeper. And then, um, so I left Corrells in 2000 and uh, started my own business in 2001. Okay. Yeah. So how does that process work of, you know, starting from scratch to come up with a canoe design? You know, like are you, are you carving or shaping the original? Like what are you carving and shaping that out of? And then I imagine you make a mold, right? And yeah. So – prototype. I mean, to, to, yeah, to begin with like your shape, your, your one, I mean, you're looking at what designs are out there and how they're performing and, and, you know, then you're taking your ideas of what, you know, the experience you have, um, either on these designs or seeing how people are running on, on them. Um, you kind of, we draw things up and, you know, uh, rocker lines and stuff and, you know, do a lot of your measurements so that you have something to put back on the foam when you're ready to shape the foam. But our, our primary, um, th- you know, what we start with is just a block of foam. Mm-hmm. And so we'll shape the foam. Um, you know, the footwells and seat are tricky. We'll usually make other parts and then cut out the area of foam and put them in. But, um, you know, you're you're making the foam plug and hopefully making it light enough to where you can actually give a good you know, testing prototype out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And then it's just a refinement process from there of. Yeah. We can think. You know, like it was, for instance, we just did our two men. We just came out with our two men. Yeah. I saw some pic- pictures of that or even video from, from the gorge. You guys had it up there. Yeah. That, it was fun. I, I'm, I, we just got them in to Maui. They just arrived to Maui today. So I'll be able to pick them up on Wednesday. So I'm pretty excited. Nice. But, um, you know, the plug, plug it's heavy, so you're not going to get the same feeling as you would when it's lighter, but you'll, you'll understand it. Mm. But, you know, we took, we took the plug out, did a bunch of runs on it. We're pretty happy with it, but, you know, just the way you saw it push water and this and that is like, hey, let's, you know, bring it back in. We'll cut back to the front cockpit, strip the foam, reshape, reglass, and, you know, so we just kind of did that with the plug. Mm. Um you know, other prototypes, people will probably take, uh, it's bit, we've done in the past where you take a boat and you just cut a little bit, pinch it, you know, change your rocker and, and test it and things like that. So, 
you know, a lot of cases you're not always set with that one uh, design and, um, you know, you just keep playing with it till you're pretty satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I imagine has you know has uh, like computer design and even like the uh, I don't know if they're called CNC machines. You know the machines that like a lot of surfers, you know, surfboard shapers now are using machines to kind of rough shape their their surfboard blanks and then they just finish shape them. Yeah. Um, can you do a similar process when, when you're designing a new canoe where, where you have a machine kind of carve it out of the foam or, or are you hand shaping that all the way? No, that's a, that's a good question too. Um, so what, and, and back to the two man. So when we had the original design, mm-hmm. now that we're doing a lot of our, our manufacturing, uh, with ozone, most of our manufacturing, um, they scan our plugs. Mm-hmm. And then they refine it on the computer, straighten it out. Because, I mean, all, all the stuff we're doing is hand-shaped, so it's not perfect. And they'll, they'll straighten out everything and, and then um, basically not re- pretty much redesign it, but it's the same boat. <laughs> and then they'll send that program off to China, and then they'll shape it over there and mold it and all that. Um, so, yeah, but here here at home, you know, I never did get too into that. Um just for me, it's I just have a good time actually mowing the foam and doing the shaping, you know, using yeah, the hands yeah. and get out the long boards and sand away. I, that's kind of, I, I, it's kind of like therapy. <laughs> just kind of lose yourself in the process. Yeah, just you know, you slowly create it. It's like, uh, you know, like you're creating your baby. You're just, you, you know, it's it's interesting when you can look at the 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 plug as a whole or your shape as a whole and. You know, especially when you get to the aesthetics of the deck and you can sit there and look at it and, um, you know, just let your your mind think about it a little bit. And, and it kind of just slowly creates, you know, slowly creates itself. So mm. it's it's that's the fun process. I know the computer. I mean, I'm not too much of a computer whiz either. So that helps detour me away from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, as you've you know, as as you're. You know, as you've come out with new models, uh, you know, um, over the years, have you seen yourself kind of um, gravitating towards, uh, you know, like one particular um, like feature in the canoe shapes? Have you been trying to like accentuate certain things um, or are each of the shapes really kind of their own individual uh, blend and mix of, of, you know, like strengths and weaknesses and stuff? Um, you know, for a while, we're really just worried about like a good downwind canoe mm. and, uh, not so worried about flat water mm-hmm. and, you know, just with everything and our weather patterns lately, sorry, I'm going to put the little guy down and hey, not a problem. He passed out. <laughs> um, you know, with our weather conditions lately being a lot calmer than what we generally enjoy. Um, you know, we've, we've really started focusing on trying to make, uh, a better all around boat where it's going to do well in the flat, you know, the upwind chop, the downwind and, and not to mention with, with our production, with outrigger zone, you know, having that worldwide distribution, really Hawaii is the only place you're going to get really rough stuff. So you really got to try to focus in on a lot of those other markets and make something that can work well for all. Yeah. So we've kind of 
definitely trended a lot more towards that since I'd say maybe the last nine, ten years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So would that be? I mean, I, I don't. I, I know your line fairly well, but it, would that be kind of from the Scorpius kind of like on or? Yeah. So like, right, the Scorpius. You know, we're still going that big volume boat, channel boat, um, and then once we start working with ozone, it was okay. Let's do the XM and the XS, and we realized even with the XS, we should really try to streamline things a lot more and. Hmm. And that's where he came out with the uh, Antares and the Aries. Hmm. But even with the Antares, um, you know, we, we still had that real feeling of needing that volume. And once we did the Aries, we realized, you know, it's not really having that volume, but it's just having things in the right place. Hmm. You know, because the Aries is a small boat, but it, it can support a lot of weight. And yeah, so I, I actually have an, an Aries myself. And, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I've had it for maybe, I don't know, seven, seven eight months. Um, and I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I, I'm right around 200 is, is about what I weigh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to work really well for me. It's, uh, it's I mean, it's a lot, I do a lot of flat water paddling in Newport. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the harbor, you know, like we're, we're on flat waters. And the guys on the V1s are, are kicking our butts every day. Um, but uh, but when we get out on the bump, oh man, I I really see it perform. Uh, I think the way it's intended to, you know. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, we don't get uh, as as big of water. Um, but whenever I do do a downwinder, um, I do feel like it it really uh, it really works well. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're pleased, and I mean, you know, here it's 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 a big upgrade for. It's you know it's hard to compete with a V one come flat water just with their their length and water line and everything but um, totally yeah but uh, you know for for all the other one men's we we feel we're pretty confident we're right there in the in the hunt when it comes to the flat water yeah yeah I have yet to uh, <laughs> I so I I got the I got the canoe uh, let's see maybe back in February or March. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but this is only my, my second year paddling and I, I didn't get into any of the, the, you know, OC one race season stuff. Uh, and I'd just gotten it. So I feel like I might, might dip my toe in there this year and, and get out in a few of this, the, the one man races yep. um, and, uh, and see how I do, but, but I'm, I'm eager to, to give it a whirl and see how it goes. Heck yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier, you know, the community and everything and, and the, the people, you know, you're going to meet more people during those one man races and it's, it's, yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. I, I really did. A, I have appreciated, um, the kind of like the, I feel like the community of people who, who paddle one man as well as, as in the six man season, it's like outside of, outside of our team season, there's all these people that kind of come together and, and it's like, Hey, uh, I don't know, like we're, we're all in the same club now, you know, like we're all, we're all, yeah. we're all doing the same thing and paddling together. So, uh, it's really fun. Yeah. You, you get to, you get to meet all these people that in the team season, maybe there's a little more separation, you know? Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I, I enjoy that a lot. I've, I've already, you know, gotten, gotten a chance to do a couple downwind runs with, uh, you know, with guys from other clubs and it's so fun to, to learn from them. Cause you know, you just, I just don't spend time paddling with them in the team season, but, uh, but to make the time and go do that, there's a lot of, a lot of things I can learn from, from them, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
yeah, you know, I mean, it's just those little tips and, um, you know, in a, in a lot of cases it, it is just the little tips. I mean, that's what it was for me, uh, getting into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just little things to look for and, and a, the more you get to practice it yourself, the more you find your rhythm with it. And when it comes to the surf and yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like there was anybody in your own experience who was really, uh, kind of helped you, uh, in, in learning how to read the water really well and, and kind of progress in, in that, in that area? Yeah. I mean, you know, as, as when it comes to like mentoring like that, um, like I say, you know, Pat, Pat Irwin, uh, this other guy, Wayne German, he's, he's actually a kayaker, uh, or was, and also ran the race association for quite a while on Oahu. Mm. Um, that, you know, that's, that's back in like the, the late nineties. And then, you know, as, as time went on, it was really those guys that you're up competing against, uh, mm. like, you know, Corral Jr. And, and those guys, you know, because you have to get more on top of your game because that's where they're at, you know, to be mm-hmm. with them. And, uh, so it's, it's just, you know, really the evolution of it all, like to, to get better, you just have to start reading, you know, more and more and, uh, you know, just find, find different angles and, and, you know, just find ways to create more speed in the surf, Mm. you know, it's just, everybody's getting faster. So, you know, I got to give a lot of credit to all those guys as well. Mm. You know, the John Foti. You know, he, he helped me a lot with that as well um, when we're all paddling at Lanikai together. Um, and, you know, even moving here to Maui and just doing a lot of different types of surf runs mm. kind of really opened my eyes a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I imagine the, the the different islands in, in Hawaii have different, you know, their own their own kind of <laughs> flavor, I guess, of, of downwind runs and and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Oahu, you know, Oahu, you got, you got your Hawaii Kai and your Kailua. Um, and Kailua is kind of a lot like Molokai Channel, so it's great training grounds and and um, phenomenal. And then Maui, because of our, our mountains, you know, we have a lot of super windy runs, so we have a lot of killer downwind runs hmm. with, with a lot of variety. Hmm. Um, so... You know, it's, I'd say even living over here definitely has opened up my eyes to, you know, surfing and, and reading it more, reading it better. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, like, do you have a particular like season or maybe set of races where you feel like, I don't know, you're racing really like leveled up and you, and you saw yourself kind of, you know, uh, achieving a, a, a new level of you know of of racing like fitness or or anything like that um you know definitely uh in my early days you know it was like around 2000 Hmm. um you know i saw you know jumping from say finishing maybe you know at the best in the top three Mm -hmm. but i'd be right at the the end of the top three i'd be in third and then in 2000, you know, and actually being up there and, and winning a couple, um, you know, I'd say 2000 is definitely that season. And then, um, and then it's like, it hit another, another note in, um, Oh God, I'd have to say like maybe Oh four, Oh five. 
Mm-hmm. I couldn't do the channel in 04, the one-man channel, because I had a hernia operation in March that year. And uh, I just couldn't push for too long. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, in 05, and, and it almost seemed like, I don't know if my body was at that right age for, for peaking and distance, but, you know, it was almost like I could go out and just have fun and do a bunch of surf runs and not worry about the day in, day out interval training and stuff and, and really be right there still. Hmm. Nice. So yeah, it was, it was I, I don't know what it was. I'll tell you what, at 42, you don't feel that no more. <laughs> yeah. I miss yeah. those thirties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, is that uh, is that something you feel like you're paying, I don't know, more and more attention to as you continue to race? Is just kind of the the process of recovery and like keeping yourself healthy. Yeah, you know, especially um, at 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 my age now, you know, you definitely taking a lot better care of yourself during the season. Mm. Yeah, trying to find that that you know the ample rest, um, you know taking those all the vitamins and stuff just to stay healthy just mm-hmm. you can you can feel yourself getting um you know taxed a lot quicker yeah i, I noticed like for myself i feel like i like this season i noticed I, this season i i trained pretty regularly um you know with the with the guys at nac but i noticed that i i I had a really hard time kind of staying loose. Like it would take me mm-hmm. like a long time into a workout before I felt like my body loosened up and I could really, you know, move the way I wanted to. Um, and so I kind of came to the end of the season. I was like, all right, I, you know, next year I got to figure out a way to, um, whether it's yoga or do something like that. Like I yeah, got to have a recovery actually. process between my workouts where I'm, where I'm keeping my body from tightening up and, and being so tense, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like I, for you guys, it's probably hard, but like for us here, um, you know, would, would, you know, go swim a half mile before practice, something mm-hmm. like that, just to kind of get, get loosened up and, and warm without putting much impact on the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's been kind of nice. Yeah. But, that's actually really good. Yeah. That was my, my biggest challenge this year was getting my body warm before a race, you know? Yeah. Like if I didn't do it, then the first, you know, 30, 40 minutes of a race was just so painful. <laughs> like, yeah, right. My, my body's yeah. just freaking out because it's trying to, it's trying to ramp up, you know, uh, from, from this cold type position. Uh, so I started going for runs before the races and, and found that, that at least getting my heart rate up and getting just my blood pumping and stuff. Oh man, it, it was night and day difference felt so much yeah. better. Yeah. And, it, and it's so hard too, before races, because, you know, a lot of them would be first thing in the morning, so getting everybody gathered up to get that warm up, but no, for sure. And, and I mean, I notice it a lot more now, just because I'm getting older. That I'm the I'm in the same shoes. I need that like good half hour mm-hmm. prior to just get something going. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. And I noticed it was like a. I mean, I there would be workouts we would do in the mornings where we would do interval training. And I would see it in the intervals, right? My first few intervals would be slower than the ones actually. Like the further I progressed through the workout, I'd be getting faster because my body mm-hmm. would be getting looser and I'd actually have better form. You know, I'd feel tired, but I'd obviously, my technique would be improving, you know, as my body kind of loosened up. And 
yeah kind of stuff so that that was the dead giveaway to me i was like oh man i really, I really need to work on that <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah, i mean i'm thinking of races and i'm thinking i don't want the first half hour of a race to be me basically not performing because because i'm too tight you know like I, I i hopefully you can start a race able to hit your your top speeds you know and able to to do that right off the bat otherwise you know, lose that lead pack or whatever and, and just kind of be chasing for the rest of the race yeah like during one man season you know it's you show up to the race quite early and go out and get like a good 20 minute half hour warm-up prior and then give yourself another like half hour to rest before your race starts yeah yeah that's that's yeah. good yeah yeah, I know some guys last year would do they they just do the short course race and just kind of cruise it, you know, and get a, get a four four or five miles in. There you in go, and, and then you're warm, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. then you hit the long yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How has uh so so after starting uh, your own business and stuff, uh, how has the process been of kind of finding finding your team, you know, finding finding the people that that are gonna be the you know the face of your um, your brand kind of like be the, the spokesman for your, your canoes and stuff. How, how has that process been for you? Uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been good, um, and challenging at the same time. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of times you want to, you want to try to get, um, you know, all the best guys out there, but you know, they might not just jive with our style or, you know, the way we want to promote ourselves, Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, right now we got a great team. Um, you know, everybody's, we're all pretty mellow. Um, and it, that's, that's kind of how I am. I mean, of course, when, when I was young, I wasn't so mellow, but, um, you know, we just, we just want to, uh, we look for guys that can be really respectful and women, you know, they're just really respectful, um, humble, um, you know, fun to hang around. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it might not be good for us. It might hurt us in a sense, but we also don't really care about people that are out there trying to blow themselves up all over creation, you know, social media or whatnot. And it, it, it probably yeah. hurts us a little bit, but at the same time, I just feel like those are the athletes, you know, like Pat, Pat Dolan. I mean, he's a world champ. I don't think he posted one thing about himself. <laughs> I think it was just his wife and his brother posting stuff and then myself. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and that's that's just the kind of people, you know, we, we like to surround ourselves with. I mean, look look at Will. I mean, perfect example, you know? Yeah. That That's a – that's a Will's like the full – he's a perfect fit for what we're after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's really, you know, like you said, I think mellow is a good word, but then – I mean, I think unassuming, you know, like when I first started paddling with NAC, I knew who Will was because I'd, I'd work out. His dad runs workouts, you know, early morning workouts out of the NAC. And, and so I knew of him. Um, but, yeah, then to then to see, oh, oh, he's going to represent, you know, California, at the IVF, you know, world champs and stuff. And to realize, like, you know, uh, he's paddling at a really elite level, but but he's not going to tell you that, you know. <laughs> oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and there, there's a lot of people out there that that want to tell you that, and that's just that's what they want to do, and they want they want that that image and or that um, I don't know proclamation or whatnot. But and you know, nothing against them. It's just 
that's not really our style. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a, it's more like a, yeah, we paddle. It's what we do, you know? Yeah. But, we, but, right. We, we do it. We do it for love. We do it for our, you know, the passion of it. Not, mm-hmm. not because it's, you know, we're supposed to be cool <laughs> if, if we're doing it and doing well at it. You know, it's, it's, we're just doing it because we love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I said, it, it probably could hurt us sometimes just because, you know, everything thrives so much off social media nowadays and, and, and social posts. And we're, we're definitely not the greatest at that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That is a difficult thing to navigate nowadays. You know, like I think to fully give yourself over to the kind of need to self promote. Yeah. It, it can, it can be something that like, it can be a real, it can introduce a lot of stress into your life, you know, to feel like, oh, I need to constantly be promoting myself and putting that out there and, and then, you know, and, and take away from, from the experience of just doing the things you'd love to do. Yeah. And, and that's always kind of been our thing with the boats too. You know, it's like, we don't want to sell you the boat. We want the boat to sell itself to you. Hmm. You know, we want you to get on the boat and be like, yep, I, this is this is the boat for me. Not <laughs> not us to tell you how great the boat is and how much you should have it because, you know, it's it's kind of bias in a sense, and and you're not getting the the true deal out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's there's enough boats on the market where everybody should be able to try try out the boats and be like, you know what, I like this one or I like that one, and that's kind of always been our mo. And it's just being honest because we don't want to use the paddling community to get somewhere you know we we all we that's we yes we are selling you a product but we want to sell it if you want it we we don't want to actually force you to buy it because we it's kind of like our thing for the community you know we're we're creating we're trying to create a good design to make paddlers happy not having paddlers make us happy <laughs> you know you know what i'm yeah. trying to yeah. say so yeah, that's always kind of been our thing. And even with our team guys, we don't tell them, hey, yeah, go for some sales. It's like, you know, <laughs> just tell them how you honestly feel. And, you know, even if it might be, well, you know, I like it like this and but like this, I, I'd rather do, you know, I don't know. But we just we, we want our paddlers to be honest with people and not have to feel like they got to sell it as well. Yeah. 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 I think I think that's a uh, I mean, I like I like that perspective on on the i guess marketing aspect of running a business you know like you can you can try to come up with with a really slick marketing campaign that kind of creates a desire in people to that you know like hey this is the thing you got to have you know and if you don't have it you're missing out yeah or, right. you, or, or you just be honest and say hey this is what we got we make a quality product you yeah know, try it out and let That's us know kind of what think. we always said and i mean we compete with people that that'll tell you that you got to get what they got because it's the next thing, best thing to slice bread. But, you know, again, I mean, we're all built differently. You know, one boat might fit someone a little better than another. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I mean, I can imagine as somebody who builds canoes, like you want to build something that makes guys faster, but then you don't want to take away from the, the athlete's performance too, you know, and say right. like the only reason that guy won is because he's on my canoe, you know, you're like, well, no, and, and you know, I find yeah, yeah. because, uh, there are guys out there to be like that. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, they won cause this canoe is not that good. And my canoe is this, it's not like, well, yeah, he won cause he's a badass. Yeah. You know, it's like that, that's really why he won. 
<laughs> because he's really good. Not because, I mean, honestly, you, you take a lot of these top paddlers and they could paddle anything and do, you know, there's, they're still going to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, God, look at how many years Corral was winning on a mantra, you know, and now you look at the mantra and nobody would touch it with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, you know, I mean, there's a, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't like when people do that because it's almost like you're taking away from the paddler and what they just accomplished. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. You know, like, like I think I, I can hear kind of in what you're saying, like you want to make the best canoe possible for somebody, but you're not going to say like, that's the reason, you know, like, or, or exactly. the only, yeah. yeah, you know, like yeah. it's, it's the person putting in the hard work. And I think a lot, a lot of what I've seen so far, you know, in, in getting to know people who are, who are fast paddlers is, it's knowing their equipment that makes them fast. You know, like each boat <laughs> kind of performs differently, right? But it, it's learning, okay, when does, when, what does my canoe really like? Uh, yeah. You know, and, and, then, and then really working with that, like, you know, what kind of stroke do I, you know, move fastest with and then what works best with the canoe and combining those things and, and really yeah. making that magic and, work. That, that, is, that is too true because, I mean, like back to the Corel junior you know i mean you look at Carell junior back in his heyday dude he was the only guy that could move their boats <laughs> nobody else could move them but he spent so much time on each design that he knew the ins and outs of it he could make it work for him yeah you know so yeah knowing your equipment is is definitely definitely key oh yeah i mean i i feel like i used to see that in you know i grew up surfing and and stuff like that and you 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 know you'd see you know, a board get really popular because some guy had a really great, yeah. you know, on a video, like he had some segment where he just shredded on the board. And everyone's like, I want that board. And it's like, yeah, well, he also spent months riding that thing and figuring that out. It doesn't mean yeah. you're going to hop on and do the same, you know? <laughs> no, totally. I, I and, and to that point, like I remember, oh God, it's probably five, six years ago. I was up on the North shore and um, I was at, this guy's house, he takes care of a lot of the O'Neill guys. And he's like, oh, go bro, go jump in the water. You know, Rocky's, <laughs> Rocky Point is like, you know, three foot. He's mm -hmm. like, here, grab this board. It's like one of Jordy Smith's boards. Just take it, use it. And I, it didn't work for me. <laughs> but Jordy probably ripped the living daylights out of that thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think with canoes, obviously – like people aren't really getting canoes made in, in the custom way that a, that a surfboard is, you know, like, like, you know, uh, yeah. So you're For working with a little bit more of like a, a, a general model, you know, but there's yep. still a lot of variation between the different canoes. And, uh, um, I know m myself, like I, I, you know, I love to get a chance to get on something different just to feel it, just to feel, mm -hmm. you know, like, Hey, uh, it makes me, think about my stroke, you know, and, and how, how it feels. Um, and I just want to, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it just makes you a better paddler to, to experience, uh, and kind of explore that, you know? Yeah. And, and you definitely, you know, jumping on a different canoe too, it's like either you're be like, Oh, you know, it'll broaden your, your thoughts on, on the different canoes, or it's going to make you real thankful for the one you have, you know? Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, 
gives you a little bit of mental mental uh you know you got room to play mentally there now when you're in a race with somebody <laughs> in a sense. yeah i used to always uh it was fun. I, I don't know why this makes me think of this but i back in the day i used to be a valet you know and i'd park a bajillion cars you know in a night at a restaurant and you drive all these fancy cars and then uh it was fun, but then at the end of the night, I'd get back in my Toyota truck to drive home, and I'd be like, yeah, this feels right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this, this, right. This, feels, this feels like what I know, you know? And I, I feel like it can feel the same way. You know, you, you hop in someone else's boat, and you're like, oh, this is fun, you know? And, and you kind of, like, notice some different things, and then you get back in yours, and you're like, nah, this is it. This is yeah, this is the right fit for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's nice when you can feel that, when you're like, all right, this is this." This is uh, it works for me, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Well, uh, do you have any like? I don't know. Like when I think of of uh, like other paddlers, like I love to just hear about uh, stories that you may think of when you think about kind of your your time in the paddling community, like, do you have any, any really like poignant memories of a, of a really great, you know, trip or a race, um, or, or something along those lines that, that felt like it really cemented kind of, um, some aspect of, of what it means to be a paddler for you? Um, you know, I, I really, I would have to say it was just, Probably like my first Hawaii Nui. Hmm. Um, it was my first. That was probably my first paddling trip. No, I'll take that back. It wasn't my first paddling trip, but it was. It was my first paddling trip abroad, and um, it was a painful one. But hmm. it, it really took it home on, you know, just your 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 passion, your your internal drive. You know how much you're gonna put yourself through just because that's what you you are. You know, um, you know my, our first Hawaii New experience is Corral Junior and I with a, with a group, and our first day we ended up finishing the race with only four guys in the boat. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we went through a lot that day, and and that really solidified it. You know. Um, because we had it, we had a big challenge ahead of us that whole day. Yeah, and then and you got two more days, right? It's a three-day race. Exactly, and we came through. We made it through that day, and you know, we worried. We we're worried, like, oh my god, we got two more days of this. What? <laughs> how, how's this going to pan out? But you know, at the same time, it wasn't a, a time to give up. It's a time to keep fighting. And you know, after that, it was uh, it, nothing really seemed too difficult anymore you know it's almost like that you just went up over the hill and you hit the pasture yeah i mean everything's still difficult nothing got easy but you know it really uh that kind of really dug in deep for sure Mm. yeah Mm. have you been uh have you been back down to tahiti for any more races like that uh you know we did that world distance one uh this past year Okay. Uh, where Will went down for, uh, and then um, where you guys had to uh, retie your ama, huh? Yes, yeah, <laughs> that looked <Yep>. wild. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that was, 
that wasn't uh that wasn't the best thing you want to see it at a world distance race but um you know with that we're just stoked we were able to put it back together and actually finish the race and you guys made up time at the end of the race i mean i was we killed it i was watching that at work and and I, when i saw you guys lose the ama i was like oh that was a bummer, game over you know? yeah. yeah but then but then at the end you guys were closing your distance and yeah that, I mean, that and then you guys uh I mean, you guys took out New Zealand because they got swamped, right? So you guys mm-hmm. caught them mm-hmm. on that last down leg, downwind leg, and yeah, that was amazing. No, it, it was that was cool, and and what we're just super thrilled about was that, you know, it could have been, you know, in a lot of cases, who knows if you know, depending on the crew, they could have just called it the day right there, and you know, we retied and went for it, and man, that second lap was a lot faster than our first two laps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat had his little GPS thing going on him, so we saw yeah. when we were dead in the water, and so we're taking splits all the way up to that point, and then all the splits afterwards were like just night and day difference. <laughs> so it lit a fire in you guys or something? I mean, yeah, must have. <laughs> <laughs> I have or those days. Like I'll have those days. I like I'll I'll be doing a downwind and I'll a hoolie or something. You know, I'll catch a bump and flip. And it's like after that, everything comes together. And I feel like, I feel like yeah, I'm right. paddling, you know, it's like it resets something in you. No, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. It, it either resets and, and, and you, you thrive from it or it resets and, and you, you spiral from it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes what it does for me is it, it kind of, it, it almost gets me out of my head. Like maybe I'm trying a little too hard before it, you know, and then, and then something you know, goes wrong. And then it's almost like, you're like, well, whatever, you know, and then you almost, you just settle down a little more, you know, and and yeah, not overthinking it. Exactly. It's almost like, well, I got nothing to lose now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, all right. Yeah, no, I agree. It's like, you're not so stressed about it. And that's kind of how it seemed for us. It was like, well, we got nothing to lose. Let's just see what we can do. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I think the, we went, you know, we'd done a, a handful of those Hawaii Nui's. We went down for eight of them. Hmm. Um, our last one was in 2010. Um, we we're trying to put a team together this year, but it just didn't pan out. Hmm. Every, everybody's schedule's just so busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's really hard to get that stuff together when, when you're dealing with people who obviously they're not paddling professionally you know they all have Mm -hmm. other careers and they're and you're trying to juggle all that stuff it's not not easy to make it all work yeah you know here here in the states it's it's a lot different um sport and lifestyle than what it is in tahiti and you know you just accept it for what it is and uh it was fun to compete with them when we could but um you know there's just a lot more things going on in life where you gotta take care of those those things first Mm mm-hmm yeah, but yeah. when it comes together, it's like, hey, great, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Appreciate it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever come out here to, to California to, to do any, any racing? You know, I haven't for a while. Um, and I think this year, I mean, if, if there's stuff that Will says, hey, yeah, let, you know, let's do, you know, come down for this one. It's kind of cool. I think just especially with everything going on with Ozone nowadays, mm. um, and we're, we're doing more – I mean, we're basically just running with ozone now. Um, you know, it gives me that that opportunity to go hit up these other markets and just show face and and be there. 
Yeah, I think I actually missed. A, um, I paddled with Kahakai last year, my first year paddling, and uh, I th- I think they said you you stopped by one day and brought some canoes around. Yeah, um, well, you know what we did. Um, we were already over there. So my wife, my wife's uh, grandma, our grandparents have a, a cabin up in uh, Silver Lake. Okay. Um, up by June. Mm-hmm. And so we're up there, and we decided, oh, you know, let's call Jill and Jeannie and try to set up a demo day on our way out because mm-hmm. we're, we're grandma lives in glendora mm-hmm. uh that's where she resides so um we're we're staying there and figured out we'll just try to do a demo day and just start getting some interest because california has always been a real weakness for us mm. but we've never really spent time there we're like uh you know pua has spent a ton of time there so he's kind of got a you know a good little market going yeah yeah and so yeah i think especially with will back there and uh, you know, I think it'd be worth at least coming over once during the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I I got a I got a couple of people asking me about my canoe pretty regularly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, it's, I'm it's stoked, fun. man. We've been we've been having a lot of um, um, good, um, you know, great feedback with the Aries. We've been having a lot of, um, you know, just a lot of business with it, which is nice. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when people ask me, I, I kind of give them the, hey, I'm, I don't have like tons of years of experience to speak, but I'm like, but I like it, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, it, it moves for me and I enjoy it, um, but it, but I haven't been paddling for years, so I, I can't really compare it to much else. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I had a chance to, um, uh, they have they have one of the, the, I think one of the like original Aries uh, as a, as a, the junior team at NAC has one of those. So I took it out a few days and really liked it. And then when Will got his, um, his canoe, uh, I saw him out on it, you know, on some workouts and stuff. And I really liked the way it, he moved it. And so, yeah. So after getting on one, I was like, yeah, I think that's right. And yeah, I got a hold of Jill and Jeannie and yeah, it was great. Beauty. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked. I feel pretty blessed with the interest we've had, man. It's been here in Hawaii. It's, it's, I, I, super stoked just because it's been pretty busy good that's great yeah 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 nice nice are you uh are you racing uh like the molokai coming up or anything for the for the end of your nine yeah season? um we're doing the hoy uh with primo um i tell you what i'm kind of we we got a bunch of young guys that that are with us that they're just great guys um and I love paddling with them every year, but I, I have a feeling a couple of us are getting a little too old for these young guys. <laughs> and it'd be kind of nice to do a forties crew eventually, you know, <laughs> so we, we could have fun and, and, uh, not have to keep up with all the young guys, but, um, yeah. So we're, we're going to do that and try to have as much fun as we can with that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of the crews around, uh, here really beefing up their crews with, uh, you know, out of state, uh, out of country guys. So really, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting, but you know, to each his own. Yeah. So it'd be good. Yeah. Uh, we're excited for it. You know, one excited for another Hoy, um, anytime <laughs> crossing that channel is a good time. Um, you know, and then two, it's kind of excited. Everyone's always excited to just be done with the season and move into the holidays. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after after all the work of a long season, I feel like everyone's like grateful to be like, all right, I can just kind of Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, oh god, thank god that's over, but it's just, you know, it's just nice to uh, you know, kind of get life back on the road again. Yeah, focus on some other priorities and yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, over here on Maui, we're doing uh 4 days a week plus a weekend, so you know, kind of, you don't have much time to get the chores done and, and all the little projects. So, yeah, yeah I feel yeah. you. Yeah. Nice. Did you, did you race a uh, Pilolo this last weekend? No, that's, I was, I was in New York. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're yeah. I, yeah. I wish I did though, man. Cause it looked like it was epic. I've seen, yeah, I've seen some video. It looked, it looked pretty good. Yeah. 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 I have yet to, but, yet to get over there and get on some real big water and, and enjoy that. Yeah, it can be fun, man. I mean, you know, the surf runs that, that not Maui, just Maui, but even Maui County, you know, including Molokai. Um, God, it's by this Maui County's just got stellar, mm. stellar downwinds. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Well, sometime soon I'll have to I'll have to make that happen and, and go go get on the water over there. Heck yeah. <laughs> and Pilolo, you know, Pilolo is a fun one for um you know getting a group of guys from over there to come and do yeah a lot of guys over here i mean they're in catalina shape right it's the weekend before usually so so everybody's in shape they just peak for catalina and then they're like yeah let's put a crew together so yeah i I know several people who who kind of just pieced together some crews got over there and and uh and and did it one of the one of my friends greg uh, i think he took third in the masters division in the team so yeah yeah sweet yeah it's it's one of those races. I mean, even if it's calm and flat, and and you're going nine man, it's it's short enough to where it's not it's not really, it's minor. But man, if there's surf, it's 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 all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah, even on the mellow days, you know, um, that last the last ten miles can just be phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, hey, I'm gonna. It's getting late over here. Yeah, yeah, time. <laughs> it, what is it? You guys three hours on us? Three hours, yeah. I'm coming up on oh, eleven. Yeah. 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 Ouch. Yeah, yeah. But thanks thanks for making time to talk with me. I know you just flew in today and, and got some time with your family. So thanks for thanks for carving out a little time to chat. Yeah, easy, man. Thank you. All right, man. Yeah, have a good Shoot. one. Yeah, maybe we'll see you over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're coming over, I'm sure I'll I'll run into you and stuff and I'll I'll tell Will to, to let me know if you're gonna be dropping by. Yep. Sounds good. Cool, man. Have a good yeah, one. Thank you. You too. Later. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for episode seven. Thanks for listening. As always, subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date. Hopefully I'll have another episode out within the next week and I'll see you guys on the water. Mm-hmm.